Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. What am I going to do? I can't follow the national championship. Huh? Steven, you got to do your show. The cast of Ted Lasso, what are you doing in my dressing room? You came here to watch the game on your TV. Yes, uh, we're on Apple TV+. Plus. They don't allow us broadcast channels. Yeah, the only channel we get is Tim Cook announcing the new iPhone. Now in yellow. Ooh. Ooh. Our show's about soccer, but we're all huge basketball fans. Basketball is life. What, no, no, Christo, remember what we said about doing catchphrases for free? Oh, yes. You see, that's the problem. Everyone's so excited about the game, they're not going to want to watch my stupid comedy show. Oh, come on, of course we want to see your show, yeah. man. Yeah, how else are they supposed to fall asleep after all that excitement? Is that right? <laughs> You see, right now, you're caught in a delicate balance between sports, comedy, and genuine human emotion. And that's an area science experts, or scientists, refer to as the Ted Lasso Zone. Oh, I see what's happening now, Jason. You're going to give me an inspirational speech, like on your show. Mm, Stephen, why would I do that when the inspirational speech that you need has been right in here? Oh, yeah. I work? No. Shoot. Okay. I got nothing. Yeah. You guys got anything for this guy? Um, I just look at that and I know I can't compete. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, no. I don't want to hear that word. What word? Compete? No. I? No. It's the other word, Stephen. The C word. Oh, I'm sorry. Can't? That's the one. That's the word I hate. Yeah, that you can say. That's fine. But I don't like it. Okay? Because we all know that can't is just a can full of tea, which we all know is just hot brown water. Catchphrases for free, remember? No, no, you're right. Thank you, Crystal. Good catch. I'm sorry. Look, guys, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but the fact of the matter is I'm just going to sit over there, drown my sorrows in ice cream with a ready whip chaser. Will you stop it, Stephen? This isn't about you. It's about us. The cast of Ted Lasso? Yes, Stephen. We're all behind you. We are a team. Yeah, and there's the sport that we all care most about in the world is late-night comedy slash variety. Stephen, on our show, we have a sign in the locker room that says, Believe. So I'm going to make you a sign right here to remind you of everything that you, Stephen Colbert, need to get out there and do your show tonight. All right, let's bring it in. 
Late Show on 3. One, two, three. Late Show on 3! Welcome one and all in here, out there, all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. We are, right now... We are coming to you tonight hot off CBS's broadcast of the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship game. What a thriller. I mean, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Steve, don't you tape this show like at 5.30, so there's no way you could have seen the game or who won. And to that, I say, oh, yeah? Then how would I know that the champions are... Insert winning team. Congratulations. Congrats, you earned it, baby. Now, as for their opponents, they felt just a little short after a fantastic season. So there's still so much to be proud of for... Insert losers. So there you have it. That right there, friends. (laughs) So that's a wrap on March Madness. Just in time for April Insanity. Because... Just a few blocks from this theater, the former president is back. He, he is here, and I know, I know. It's all thanks to last Thursday's news that the former president had been indicted by a Manhattan grand jury on more than 30 counts related to business fraud. You can see it all. There you go. There you go. I got something. I got something. You can see it all in the hot new show, Law and Order, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. So it's a sad, sad, happy day for America because for the first time in our history, a president has been indicted for paying off a porn star. How are we going to explain that to our grandchildren? Hopefully in the book, Donald and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad NDA. So... So what happens now? What does he plead? When is the trial? What if he goes to jail? He could end up the head of a violent white supremacist gang, but in prison this time. (laughs) Now, we do know... We do know... We do know a little bit about what to expect in the near term because the former president will be arraigned in New York tomorrow afternoon. That makes tonight... Arraignment Eve. (laughs) The courthouse was stirring, a big, busy throng, awaiting the man with the mushroom-shaped dong. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. part of the story. A lot of people forget. That's part of the story. A lot of people forget as she described his... (laughs) 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 To make his arraignment today, the ex-president flew to New York from Florida, a route known as the Reverse Grandma. (laughs) Cable news was all over his journey the entire way. They followed his motorcade to the airport. Then, Then they followed his plane as it was taxiing. Then his plane taking off... 
than his plane landing at LaGuardia and then in his white Bronco on the 405 with his best friend Al Cowlings and Rudy Giuliani. Get off. Where'd he get off? Sepulveda? Get off at sunset is what he got off on. He actually is a lot like O.J., except with the ex-president, every glove is too big. <laughs> then... <laughs> Alvin Bragg better get those thumb cuffs. Then, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, the moment the world's been waiting for, he'll head into the DA's office, where he will receive a booking number and be fingerprinted. They won't even have to use ink. I'm pretty sure there's enough ketchup on there all the time. <laughs> oh, come on. There you go. One question a lot of people are asking is, will there be a mugshot? Well, I don't know about of him, but here's my mug, and I will definitely be doing a few shots. Now, the word is there may not actually be any mugshot because officials are concerned the photo would be improperly leaked, and they argue it's really unnecessary because appearance is widely known. Yeah. You don't need a new photo taken of this guy. We already have tons of pics that would make great mugshots, like, like this one, or, or this one, or this one, or this one. Actually, actually, no. It's got to be this one. <laughs> Timmy. Jimmy, hold on. Jimmy, can we make that into a mugshot? There you you go. Wow. There you go. Wow. They did say widely known. Of course, (laughs) former president's cronies are all over the TV defending their criminal buddy. Case in point, South Carolina senator and sad lunch meet Lindsey Graham. (laughs) Graham uh, Graham went on the Fox News to encourage the MAGAs to support the ex-prez. To the conservatives out there, make sure you vote. If you got friends, make sure they vote. If you don't have any friends, go make some friends. And, and, if, you, and if you can't make some friends, then look in the mirror in the middle of the night and say, it's their loss, Lindsay, and then climb into a bubble bath with a pint of haagen Former president. And a snorkel. Former president, of course, was also outraged by the indictment, truthing these thugs and radical left monsters have just indicated <laughs> the 45th president of the United States of America. Yes, not indicted, indicated. But don't worry, sir, in this country, you're incontinent until proven Christie. <laughs> because justice is blonde. Everyone on the right is outraged, and they have a dire warning for average citizens. It's not even about Donald Trump. It's about every American, because if they can do it to Trump, they can do it to you. With this indictment, I think it's an indictment on everybody in America. I mean, if it can happen to him, it can happen to you and I. That if they can do this to Donald Trump, they can do it to you. If this is what can happen to him, it can happen to anyone. If they can do that, they can go after you and me. It's true. If this indictment stands, then no one who has their fixer pay six figures in hush money to their porn star lover, then reimburses that fixer out of business accounts, then falsifies it as legal fees and conspires with the publisher of the National Enquirer to catch and kill stories about his other extramarital affairs as part of another illegal violation of campaign finance laws, will be safe! 
None of us. You know what I mean? No, this is serious. Folks, you know the old saying, first they came for the former president, and I said nothing, because he is so guilty. Now, if... If you think his cable news toadies arguments can't get any dumber, then you've never met Eric. They go after <laughs> my father for, for, for what? A non-disclosure agreement, which every company in the world, every person in the, in, in, in the world does? Wait, wait a second. Eric thinks every person in the world has an NDA? <laughs> Just curious, show of hands, who here has an NDA? <laughs> Nobody. Of course. Of course, you have to say that, or else you'll violate your NDA. Then again, this is Eric we're talking about, so to him, he might think it means something different. I wish I could have a hug, but <laughs> my dad made me sign an NDA. It's... <laughs> no dad affection. <laughs> he says, no. He... He says everybody has one. <laughs> Fox News legal expert Brian Claypool tried to defend the former president, but didn't. If this is such a tough case for him to make, why is he bringing it? Well, I, I think there's no question about it that he wants to humiliate President Fraud or President Trump. <laughs> he said that. He said that. <laughs> I believe that's called a Freudian slip. Yeah, yeah, Bragg just wants to humiliate President Fraud. I mean, President Porn Sex. I mean, throw him in jail. I mean, my mom's boobs. <laughs> so, so, so whether anybody likes it or not, this is happening. And it all kicks off when... Donald Trump is due for an arraignment at this Manhattan court tomorrow. 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 Tomorrow, tomorrow, hush money, porn star She said he was a bad lad. We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Stephen A. Smith. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wild Card wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. First guest tonight is one of the biggest personalities in sports television and radio. He is the star of ESPN's First Take and the author of the new book, Straight Shooter. Please welcome to The Late Show, Stephen A. Smith. Ah! Welcome. I done hit the big time. There you go, man. I done hit the big time. How you doing, man? I'm doing very well. Listen, first of all, before we even get this started, I have something to say. I know it's your show. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Strong eight years. I'm a fan. Thanks very much. But more importantly, congratulations. You got a great name, PH. That's Stay right. 
Steven with a PH, as the God v, intended. The V does not work. It's lazy. It's, P, it's very it's lazy. lazy. It's very lazy. You don't lazy. have time for the P and the H? No, no, no. You got to make time. I mean, if you got the PH, that's the real Stevens of the world. Everybody mm -hmm. else is pretending. Yeah. I mean, Steph, mm -hmm. look, they call him Steph Curry, okay? Right. But it's spelled with a PH, right? Right. So it's me, it's you, and it's Steph. I think we're doing well. That's it. I think we're doing well. You know what we got? We got the. I think we're doing well. <laughs> we got. Yeah. We got, you should call us doctor because we got the PhD. We that's got right. the PH and that's the big D energy that, is what we got. That's what I'm talking about. That's what, that's what, there we go. There we that's go. right. We're going to go with that. Now, we're you're good at hyping that. your show. Yes. I've, I've seen your promos. Yes. Can you hype this conversation we're about to have right now? Well, the conversation is Stephen A with Stephen Colbert. I mean, what else is there to say? It doesn't get any better than this, ladies and gentlemen. And if you think it does, <laughs> check yourself. <laughs> and don't make me tell you twice. Is that good enough? Well, that's, that's a nice promo. <laughs> that's the promo. The check's in the mail. <laughs> check's in the mail. Okay, for the people out there, for the few people out there who may not be familiar, what is First Take? Uh, it's the number one debate, uh, sports debate show on television. 11 and a half years and counting. Every, every week, mm -hmm. every month, every year, for the last 11 and a half years, uh, we've been number one. I think that says it all. That means wow. people are watching. Wow. When can I catch it? When, when is it on? 10 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time every weekday morning on ESPN. 10 to 12. Are these for 12 people who are shirking their work duties or are these unemployed people who are watching this? It's a today? combination of it all. It's a combination of it all. Everybody's I mean, there's welcome. people that's unemployed. There's people that's employed, but 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 really lazy. shirking their duties. They're lazy. They're not focused. There are people who are very lazy, but no, 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 not very lazy, but very committed, know how to multitask. There are people who are rabid sports fans. There are people who extend beyond the world of sports, and then there are also people that just want to see me. <laughs> I mean, that's what we'll, we'll, well go with that. I mean, that's you, my story, and I'm sticking to it. They can stare at this photo right here <laughs> and even read the words inside. You got the new book, yeah. Straight Shooter, a yeah. memoir of second chances right. and first takes. Yeah. One, one of those uh, second chances was at ESPN. Yeah. You were let go in 2009. Yeah. What, ha what happened, Stephen? Man, I wanted more money. <laughs> and they said, no. I thought I, I was worthy of more. They said, we don't think so. Good luck trying to, trying to prove otherwise. They were right. I was wrong at the time. Wait, when did you realize you might be wrong? How about a day later after I got <laughs> let go? If I'm being totally honest. I mean, it kind of helped when my mother said, you kind of deserved it. I mean, you know, you, you know, you were acting up and stuff like that. Put a mirror on my tray when she served me my breakfast and said, you kind of deserved it, you know. So, I mean, humble yourself, look in the mirror, think about what you need to do better, and then come back and talk to me. And so I looked at that, I thought about it, and then I plotted and planned, and I recognized that the biggest mistake I made was that I didn't master my own business. I thought I was worth more than I was. I didn't know definitively. So in the years to follow, I made sure I knew. And as a result of knowing, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You said when your mom brought you your breakfast tray, did you live with your mother at this point? No, 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 I don't. You know, we, listen, listen. Come on now. Just when, ask when, 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 when you're the Part youngest, of that story when, really, when, when you're my the radar youngest, went up. I'm the youngest of six. Oh. I got four older sisters, and no matter I lived on my own, obviously I was relatively successful up until that point. But like any, like any man, I mean, I, I, when you got a beautiful mama and things go awry, you go home to mama. <laughs> You don't go home. You, you, you don't go home to your woman because she's looking at you like, 
what you do. You know, you don't go to your boys because they're like, we don't care. You don't go to, to friends and, and neighbors and so you don't do that. And you certainly don't go home alone. So what you do is you go to that safety net, mama. Now, my problem was my mother, God rest her soul, was a straight shooter. That's the book, is, the, the title of the book is yeah. dedicated to her. And she was a person that just let me know, that's not good enough. You're not good enough. Mm. You need to be better. Don't talk to me about what somebody else did. Talk to me about what you did. You're my son. I know how I raised you. And you're not fessing up to what you could have done better. Let's talk about that. I don't want to hear about anything else. I didn't know that when I went there. I thought I was going to have my bagels, my scrambled eggs, my hot tea with milk and sugar, and I thought I was going to get a hug and nothing but love from mama. I don't know what I was thinking. You got tough love is what you I got. I got tough love, but it didn't feel like tough love. It just felt like something else. It just felt like something <laughs> else. No, but she's not the only one who gave you some tough love. Pat Riley did, too. What did he say to you? Oh, you know, I, they, the Miami Heat and the uh, Atlanta Hawks were playing in the playoff game, and it was my very last day on the job once I had learned that I was being let go. And I was going into the locker room because D. Wade, who by, I was in lost in a shooting contest against you, of course. But D. Wade was in the locker room and all of those guys, and I was going to say goodbye to them, and I ran into Pat Riley first. And I went up to him to shake his hand, and Pat Riley refused to shake my hand because he felt that I looked dejected and defeated. He said, you'll be back. Why you got your head down for? This is just a hiccup. Better times are ahead. I'll shake your hand when you come back and you return to the, your rightful place. Don't come to me looking defeated. That basically, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what he said. And I never forgot it as long as I live because he is the winner within. That was the name of his book. Um, and he personifies that in every way. He's a champion as a coach, as a player, as an executive. And he was a champion in my life at that particular moment. Well, you're lucky to be surrounded by so many people who believe in you. That's excellent. Yeah. We have to take a quick break, uh, but don't go nowhere because we'll be right back with more Stephen A. Smith, everybody. Stick around. <laughs> Straight shooter himself is Stephen A. Smith. Uh, as, as a sports pundit, you're constantly making uh, a case. If you're arguing, you're making a case for something. Sure. Can you call... Let me call on those powers right now. Okay. All right. Sell me on sports. <laughs> I'm not a Genem, Steven. But uh, I don't catch them as often. Let me help you. Let, let me help you. Out okay. Here. You believe in a meritocracy, don't you not? Uh, yes, you do. Sure. You well, believe. It's a loaded you, you, phrase you, these days, well, but I'll go, yeah, I, sure. I feel you on that. What yeah. I'm saying is this: people who step up to the plate and earn their way in a fair and equitable system—that's ideal for all of us. Sure. That nothing comes closer to that than sports. They could care, they could care less about your feelings. You scrub, you scrub. And I'm allergic to scrubs. I don't like scrubs. Okay? <laughs> if you can't play, good luck. Find us something else to do. You don't want to go to a Knicks game. You don't want to go to a Yankees game. You don't want to go to a Giants or a Jets game. And you don't want to hear people talking about issues and all of this other stuff at the expense of showcasing what you bring to the table. When, when, when tip-off time arrives in basketball, when kickoff arrives in football, when they start a baseball game, listen, show up and show out or move aside and let somebody else in. That is sports. And if you can't love sports, when I just broke that down to you, <laughs> I'm going to pray for you. All right, please I'm going to pray for you. I'll pray for you, too. All right. All right, let me ask something about uh, uh, sports. How do you feel about... Can we talk to the Olympics for a second? Oh, Lord. 
Okay. Let's try. Okay. Let's try. Not about like corruption or any other okay. stuff. I'm just curious that you know there's some Olympic sports where mostly track and field, like you throw the farthest, you jump the farthest, you run the fastest, whatever yeah. like that. Yep. Then there's like things that have judges. Okay. How do you feel about the judged competitions versus the just who went fastest, jumped farthest? Well, time? if somebody had covered two Olympics in in Australia and then in Athens, Greece in 2000 and 2004 respectively, I can't stand judges. They get on my nerves. I'm about to be the first to admit it. Mm-hmm. Particularly in boxing. In, in Olympic competition, which should have been banned. The reality of the situation is, is that human error comes with sports. In today's day and age, when you're looking at the advent of gambling coming into the mix and what have you, you're going to see them be a bit more rigid and a bit more focused on making sure, whether it's instant replay or anything else, making sure that they get everything right because you want to be able to make sure you can sell that to the audience. So if they go out and they gamble on the sport or what have you, you can be legitimately involved with it without anybody questioning your integrity. But still in all, human error is a part of it. And I think that's what makes sports intriguing, interesting, and dare I say, even great. I don't like it when officials mess up. I don't like it. E- I like it even less when officials are so conspicuous that they get they, they, they become a part of the action more than they should be. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, I'll take human error over a machine dictating outcomes any day of the week. What is the greatest sport, in your opinion? Well, to me, the greatest sport, I love basketball. I mean, I just do. Um, I just do. I think that they're they're the greatest athletes in the world. Obviously, football is America loves it. Night and day, we get all of that. Um, Baseball, I don't want to hear anything. You can sit down in the outfield chewing on pumpkin seeds or something like that. You are waiting for the ball to come fly to you. You know, now it takes a lot of skill to hit a 95-mile-per-hour fastball, and I get all of that. But there are other elements of the games that's entirely too slow, which is why you see them bringing some other stuff into the mix, trying to speed up the game. But when I think about basketball, the way they run, the way they jump, their athleticism, their shot-making ability, the acrobatic plays that they execute. Was your game, too. It it is. It is. Of course it is. Of course it is. I love basketball. Mm. Love it. I love boxing, too. I love football as well. But I love nothing more than I love basketball. Have you ever been punched in the face? Sure. In a boxing ring, I mean, in a boxing ring. Well, well, ring. no, well, listen, when, when, I was, uh, when I was in high school and I was in PAL, I got punched in the face. Police Athletic League is what it was called. I was actually 19 and 1, but I got dropped big time by this dude that was about 25 pounds heavier than me, and I must admit, I cheated. I, I hit him low. I hit him low after that. I hit him low. I didn't like getting punched in the face. I and my girlfriend once. at the time was there. I boxed once in middle school. They made us box. You know, there's a certain age at which in school okay. where they go, like, let's see if we can get their bloodlust up. That's right. And they have you wrestle... And box, basically, okay. on the same day to see if anybody goes into it. How did well, you do? What? How did you do? Well, I was the only one who raised his hand to say, I'll box. Okay. No one, because boxing was optional. I said, I'll box. Because okay. I was one of eight boys in my family. Okay. And my, my brothers had boxed. Like, I had to be able to box. All so right. I raised my hand. Okay. And one other guy raised his hand. And he was a large boy <laughs> who had matured before the rest of us. He was shaving yes. in eighth grade. Yes. And his literal name was Rocky. Wow. And the coach put me in the things and the gloves that were bigger than my Why head. Why didn't you run? Why? Why didn't I, you just turn around and run? Because I said I would. Because I said I would do you it. You could have come up with an excuse. I'm sick. I got a headache. My mother's calling me. I've got to go home. I mean, you could have come up with anything. Why didn't you just run? <laughs> Why? Because I was a friend. He was a friend of mine too. Rocky was. It was not going to hurt me. So did you think Rocky was going to take it easy on you? I had never seen Rocky throw a punch before. A dude named Rocky is not going to take it easy on you. So I held up my gloves like this, and he punched this glove so hard that I knocked myself down. 
That's two. That's two. Wow. And and our, our coach, coach goes, all right, that's it. And then we moved on. <laughs> yeah. Then we moved on. Um, uh, look, uh, we, we got to go here. I, I, this has been such a pleasure. Man, please. Um, it's so nice to talk yes. to you. Straight Shooter is on sale now with Stephen A. Smith, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.